1: Hey, parents. Did you know your kids' money habits start as early as the second grade? Help them build money skills for the real world with GoHenry, the debit card and financial learning app for kids 6 to 18. Use it to check off chores, set savings goals, automate allowance, and more. Families love it. 92% of parents said their kids were more money confident after using the app. Get started at GoHenry.com. Promo code SMART. Kmart announces the Freedom Store is closing forever. Millions of dollars in inventory must be sold. Storewide discounts up to 75% off. Every department is on sale. All fine jewelry, fashion apparel, footwear, toys, health and beauty aids, and cosmetics are now on sale in store. Everything must go. Nothing held back. Selling to the bare walls. Even store fixtures are all for sale. Shop now for best selection only at the Kmart Store in Freedom at 1702 Freedom Boulevard. It is business as usual at all other Kmart stores.
0: What's going on, Bird Gang? This is Darren Sproles here. I just want to thank you all for tuning in to Eagles Brawl, the Brawl Network. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and leave a five-star rating. Fly, Eagles, fly. Tune into Eagles Brawl of the Brawl Network. However, you're listening, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcast, YouTube, or wherever you get the podcast. We greatly appreciate it. I'm your co-host Connor Miles here. We're doing a little quick hits with Connor episode after the twenty three to twenty-three tie with the Cincinnati Bengals of the Philadelphia Eagles just wrapped up. What an absolutely embarrassing performance from Carson Wentz. Though Peterson, Jim Schwartz, all around again. Embarrassing. Absolutely embarrassing. There's times, as we've all gone through as Philadelphia Eagles fans, where they just look downright defeated, where they can't play football, where they can't compete at a level that we expect them to compete at. And this time's happened in 2012 and 2015. What was the results of those seasons? Andy Reid was let go. The Eagles were 4-12. and The writing was on the wall for that tenure. They just couldn't win. They looked lost. The dream team unfoiled. And then in 2015, the last season with Chip Kelly, he didn't even finish out the season. Everything went to shit that badly. Do I think that will happen with Carson w- I mean, excuse me. Do I think that will happen with Doug Peterson? <sighs> I think the Lombardi bought him time. We've been having this discussion for the last couple weeks now. Where we are where we at with Doug? The whole entire last week on the podcast, we were killing him. I still don't think you fired Doug Peterson. But man, do you bring in an offensive coordinator next offseason that's completely different than Doug? Absolutely. Are you bringing someone like Frank Reich? Whereas... Frank Reich's impact on the Doug Peterson era was really helping him adjust, I think. It was always Doug's system, always Doug's plays, but the ability to adjust when you're not sticking, when things fall out of structure where you can't stick to the script is sorely missed next to Doug Peterson. This offseason, I'm not getting rid of Doug Peterson as a head coach. I understand that's probably where half of you are at it right now, you're, you're done with Doug, you want to... Get a new staff. And I, don't, I I can't blame you. I don't have a really dog in this fight right now. But I'm not there yet. I'm not there to get rid of Doug. I'm just having... These are instant reactions. We're all having instant reactions. We're all furious. We're all mad. They shouldn't be tying the Bengals. They shouldn't lose to Washington. Those two teams had to pick one and two in this past draft. That's a sign of a bad football team, obviously. And yes, it does fall on Doug Peterson. And he does have to take a lot of criticism for this. And for that... I think Lurie in the off season. I know we're only three games into the season. They could still win the division. They really could. The NFC East is that bad. It's, it's weird. They could still make the playoffs. They, they can't afford to... As an organization right now, they cannot sidetrack from that. They can't wave the white flag. They're not in a position to. They have too too much talent. A horrible cap situation going into next season. They have to try for the rest of the season. Now, when you get the trade deadline and... People can call in for your players and you're still struggling and you don't look like you're heading to the playoffs. You can have a conversation then, but right now they have to stay on course with what they have. But once you get in this offseason now, I know we're almost a year away from that, but they have to have to sit down with Doug Peterson and tell him we need to bring in an offensive coordinator for you. We need to bring in a guy that we need when we hired you, and we assembled the staff. We told you you were a new first-time head coach. So what what we did is we made sure, and you yourself did it, because Frank and Doug had a really strong relationship before Doug became the Eagles head coach. But you brought in your offensive coordinator to help mellow you out. You, he helped you tra- transition to the NFL. We're going to have to go ahead and bring you in a guy like that again. It's at the point where you need that. And we need him to help focus on Carson once too and his mechanics and help him get to that point where unfortunately, you are just not getting him. Who do I think that guy is personally? This is a guy I would have hired this offseason. This is a guy I'm looking at because I think Jacksonville's going to blow it all up. It's Jay Gruden. I would bring in Jay Gruden here who dealt with Kirk Cousins' ups and high, his highs and lows. He's, outside of this Thursday pass matchup with the Dolphins is doing just fine work with Gardner Minshew over there in Jacksonville. I would bring him in. I don't think the Eagles are ever going to bring back John D. Filippino. I know we're all missing him terribly with Carson Wentz's mechanics. He would help out Carson Wentz tremendously right now. I think that ship has sailed with him in Philadelphia, though. I don't think it's ever going to happen again. But now with Jay Gruden, I think you can get that guy to help improve the quarterback play. That's the first one of the first moves I make this all season. Howard Roseman didn't do enough at the wide receiver position. As much as we want to say he did, and I even said it too, I, I felt he brought in enough. He didn't expect Marquise Goodwin to opt out because of COVID. Nobody did. It's, I'm not going to kill him for that. But then he went in the approach that we need to draft these wide receivers and have them come in and be these contributors. And it, It's just not working. You, you, in a veteran offense where you can't rely on Deshaun Jackson to stay healthy, who then again left the game with an injury again. <clears throat> Hamstring injury, of course. So we don't know what's going to be up with Deshaun for this upcoming period of time. I would have signed Bashar Perryman, and I know he's hurt with the Jets right now, But uh, and he would have definitely got hurt here with the strength and conditioning staff. But that's a veteran I would have brought in that could have gave you some kind of impact. Signed for one year, $6 million with the New York Jets. The Eagles had the cap this offseason to give out these rental contracts. I would have brought him in. but that, cause Everybody's always making these things where they're saying the Eagles didn't do enough wide receiver. Well, what else would you have done? At least I'm bringing something else that I would have done. I would have brought in Bershar Perryman. I would have took that second round pick. Whereas I felt I was comfortable enough to use that on a backup quarterback and probably invest in the wide receiver position. Or, hey, maybe even outside corner because Christian Fulton was on the board. See, these are the things that we now have to look at Howie Roseman and think, is he even doing a good job? Is he improving this football team?
1: Hey parents, did you know your kids' money habits start as early as the second grade? Help them build money skills for the real world with GoHenry, the debit card and financial learning app for kids 6 to 18. They'll check off chores in the app, set savings goals, and get their own customized card. It's easy to automate allowance, track spending, and more, so they get independence and you get to set the boundaries. Guide their learning every step of the way and stay up to date with real-time notifications in your parent app. Families love it. GoHenry has over 1.5 million members and 92% of parents said their kids were more money confident after using the app. Start your kids on their journey to become money smart adults. Get started at
0: GoHenry.com promo code SMART. Because I think it's time to accept the facts that Hilary Roseman is great in free agency. Hilary Roseman is good at managing the cap. They honestly, I don't know if they are in a position to fire him just because if you bring in a new guy to run this team next year, a new GM, new personnel guy to run this team next year, he's already in a really unfavorable position with his cap situation. They might need Howie to ride this out. But I am with everybody else who thinks he needs to be fired. I do think so. I think it's time for a change. I think some people in that organization think the reason why the Super Bowl was won was because Joe Douglas and Hyatt Rosen worked hand in hand. Now I know you're all going to say, well, look at that 2017 draft, Connor. Look at these drafts with Joe Douglas. It hasn't really netted them that much talent. I understand. But when they decided to bring Joe Douglas in, they decide to make him a vocal role. They decided to use him and Howie and work as a team. They won a Super Bowl. Now that he's gone, they, the roster deteriorates. It keeps getting worse. The personnel decisions haven't been getting better at all. So we look at Doug Peterson and we look at Howie Roseman and we draw this conclusion that they both need someone beside them, why aren't we giving them those people? So if you're really going to be Jeffrey Leary, who refuses to fire Howie Roseman anyways, if you're going to give him this executive vice president role, then bring in a general manager. They need to work side by side. You're the owner. Take accountability for your guys not providing the results you expect, especially with all the talent you keep giving them, and make a change. Make a change. You saw what happened when you gave them two guys to lean on, a Frank Reich and a Joe Douglas. You need to give them those type of guys again. You have to go into this offseason and put stronger guys around. Look, they love Doug Peterson over there. I do too. I think Doug Peterson is a good head coach. Now, mind you, this season has completely lost that because he looks awful right now, and I will admit he does, but I do have faith in him going forward. I just don't think he can do it alone anymore. I don't think Mike Gray was capable of handling an offensive coordinator role with Doug Peterson. It's going to have to be a guy like Jay Gruden, a former head coach that knows the nuances, the ins and outs. Frank Wright played the position, the quarterback position. He knew the ins and outs of what Doug Sissom needed, what Carson Wentz needed. They need to bring in a guy who knows how to handle head like, coaching type stuff. The the ups and downs of an offense during a game, adjustments, they need to bring in a Jager in. And then they need to get a guy like a Joe Douglas for Hire Roseman. I'm not going to get into options. Maybe we'll do that later in the week in, in the pod. But they need to add a Joe Douglas type role for Hire Roseman again because I just don't think you can it, What in an unfavorable position to put a new general manager in a new executive and with this cap situation in 2021, it's ugly. But these are the moves that they're going to have to make. If they're going to keep Howie Rosen around, they're going to have to give him a guy to help with the personnel decisions. They're going to have to give an offensive-minded coach to help Doug Peterson with the play calling. When things don't go according to the script, how to adjust. Because that's where these both, both these men are struggling at right now. Carson Wentz is absolutely struggling. I don't know what's going on with him. I've said he's injured, but looking at him today, he was running just fine. He ran a lot. If he was hurt, I don't think he runs that much, so I don't know now. I don't know what the, – there is no excuses for Carson Wentz's bad play. He's playing awful, he needs to answer for it, and we're not getting the right answers. I can't tell you why Carson Wentz is playing bad. Of course, everybody online wants to say he's a bad quarterback, so he's playing bad. They want to troll him because for some reason it's been the hot thing to do always is slander Carson Wentz's name. That's how you get the retweets. That's how you get the shares on Facebook. That's how you make the headlines is when you bash on Carson Wentz. But this season he's deserved it. Years past, not so much. Last year I thought it was probably his best play. Not statistics wise obviously because 2017 was that and that's what everybody wants to go back to. But last year he played exceptionally well to drive that team to the playoffs. He played at an exceptional level, considering what he has a wide receiver. This year it's just not happening. Chemistry's off of guys, his accuracy's completely off. I know we had Mike K on earlier this week and he alluded to Carson Wentz is always having those accuracy issues, but he has not missed these many throws at such a consistent pace before. He has not made these awful decisions, because that decision to where it was tipped at the line of scrimmage and Logan Wilson intercepts it, like everybody else is saying, that pass was going to be picked off no matter what. Those guys were cover- blanketing. Sean Jackson was blanketing in coverage there. It was getting picked regardless. I don't know why the decision-making so bad. I don't know what's going on in his head. And I don't think the staff is doing enough to fix it. I think if you're a head coach and your quarterback struggling, whether it's Joe Montana, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, if they are struggling, you have to dumb it down. You have to go more simpler. More simpler. That's not even a word. That's how frustrated I am. You can go more simplistic with the offense. They're not doing that. They're not helping bail out their quarterback that's struggling. That's what my most bothersome thing with this whole Carson Wentz thing is that even though he's struggling, we're still relying on him to play like the top 10 level we expect from him. And it's just not happening right now. And they're not doing enough to help him out. And that's my issue with it. And again, that, that goes into coaching. That's why I'm saying you need to get a guy like a Jay Gruden who has dealt with Kirk Cousins, highs and lows. Had Alex Smith out there playing well when he was healthy. Dealt with numerous other quarterbacks. Case and had some good te- good games underneath him. Gardner Minshew looks good in Jacksonville. Or other than this past matchup this Thursday against the Dolphins. You need to get somebody else in this building offensively. And then for the defense, I fire Jim Schwartz. I just say, you know what, Jim? 2017 was great. We have to get out of this honeymoon phase. We're not that team anymore. We need to re- take that Seattle approach. Take that Seattle approach where you look at yourself in the mirror, realize that Super Bowl window is completely closed. We are not that competitive team anymore. We can't even beat Washington and we can't even finish a game against Cincinnati to beat them. We need to fix everything. We need to rip it up. That 2017 Magic is gone. This team following that formula is not working anymore. We need to find a new way to win a championship. We don't think you are part of that way. And I move on. Simple as that. I just move on. Thanks for 2017. Thanks for the Super Bowl, Jim. But it's over now. We need a change into the guard at defensive coordinator. We need a change into the scheme. Something's got to give. Now I hate doing these little quick hits without watching the All 22. I promised myself I wanted to start watching the All 22 before I start laying into people on these quick hits. But obviously, I'm frustrated with the way, how the game ended today and I, and these takes that I have right now. I need to get off my chest. Now, I'll reiterate what I, saw, what I said at the beginning of the episode. Jeffrey Lurie is an aggressive owner. If you do not meet his expectations, you will suffer the consequences of not meeting those expectations. I, don't, I think the Lombardia has bought Doug Time. But again, like I said in the beginning of the episode, when I watched the Eagles play football like they just played today, it reminds me of the 2012 Eagles. Andy Reid's last season with the team. It reminds me of the 2015 Eagles. Chip Kelly's last season with the team. Where all those guys look completely defeated. And couldn't play their best football anymore. Because they just weren't talented enough to do so. That's what the way that that team looks. Right now. So yes. I do expect jobs to end. I do expect people to get fired. Who would I fire? Jim Schwartz. Would I fire Howie Roseman? Personally, yes. Personally, yes. I would move on from Hyde-Roseman. I would want to have a whole new voice in there. Theoretically, though, asking a general manager, a new general manager, a new front office person to come in with that cap situation 2021, not a recipe for success. Very tough task to put on a new front office person. So that's, that's probably not the route I'm going to go if I'm Jeffrey Lurie. But I'm definitely going to bring in another Joe Douglas type voice because they saw they desperately need it. Ha- going through these drafts and not having enough contributors coming from these drafts to replace injuries, to replace aging veterans, to replace guys that they have to move on from due to cap issues, not getting enough talent from these drafts to help answer those questions. I just cannot have it anymore. They can't keep accepting that. They can't keep accepting the free agency route. The finessing in trades route, the managing the cap, so having a good cap situation again so you can attack these free agents. They can't do it anymore because look where it's guiding them. Look where it's guided them to a horrible cap situation. Awful. So that's my quick hits for today. I just wanted to give a brief, 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 brief episode on how I'm feeling right now. All hot takes right here basically right now. We're going to give some more better, better observations, better uh, breakdown of this game, better breakdown of our feelings during the week when we get to have the pressers. We get to hear what Carson, Doug has to say. We'll have Ed on the show, obviously, again this week. So thanks for tuning in, guys. Again, Philly Sports with Giovanni. Hits the airwaves this week with uh, the 4th and John crew, E-Rock, and Gail Saunders. That will be out Wednesday in the morning as for me. I'm going to go watch the All 22 when it drops, and then I'll make some more quick hits, and we'll be recording all week this week as well. Uh, even though they suck, it's still Go Birds.
1: Hey, parents! Did you know your kids' money habits start as early as the second grade? Help them build money skills for the real world with Go Henry, the debit card and financial learning app for kids 6 to 18. Use it to check off chores, set savings goals, automate allowance, and more. Families love it. 92% of parents said their kids were more money-confident after using the app. Get started at GoHenry.com. Promo code SMART.
0: Oh, now they need to see my birth certificate. Hmm, Honey, where do we keep the birth certificates? Why? Buying socks.
1: Socks. I'll check upstairs
0: it's easy to be unsafe online you're the best now it's easy to help protect yourself norton 360 with lifelock gives you device security a vpn for online privacy and identity theft protection all in one opt-in to cyber safety save 25 percent or more off your first year at norton.com news
1: without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you